0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I talked about the Holy Spirit a couple weeks ago, and I just want to overexpound what is taking place in the life of the believer in John fourteen sixteen, King James, um, I I got some scriptures here I want you to see, and we're gonna read sixteen, and then we're gonna read um, we're gonna bounce around. Um, John fourteen sixteen to me is one of the greatest maybe things that the church needed to get a revelation of in this regard, meeting towards Jesus. I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. So Jesus was a comforter, but Jesus said, I'm going to pray the Father, and he's going to give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Okay? So now this is deep, because Jesus could abide for a season, but the Holy Ghost can abide forever. So... Look at John 14, 26. John 14, 26 says the comforter again, which is the Holy Ghost. So now we understand this comforter that Jesus is talking about is the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name. Okay? What's he going to do, this comforter? How How did... You know, you ever ask yourself, like, like this question, because, like, sometimes I ask questions, what's what's the comforter going to do to comfort me? You know what I mean? That's something to say, like, you're a comforter, but how does he comfort? That's one of my, that would be, like, a question, like, okay, comforter, you know what I mean? And I like that word, but the comforter, Comforter, comforter that does what? He comforts. Now listen to this word. That word comforter means this: intercessor, counselor, advocate, comforter. Okay. So he his his comfort is found in his intercession. His comfort is found in the counsel that he gives you. His comfort is found that he's your advocate. His comfort is found because he's alongside you. Listen to this word, parakletos, right? Summoned, called to one side, especially called to one's aid. One who pleads another's cause before a judge, a pleader, a counselor for defense a legal assistant, an advocate, one who pleads another's cause with one, an intercessor. Christ, in his exaltation at God's right hand, pleading with God the Father for the pardon of our sins. In the widest sense, a helper, an aid, an assistant. Of the Holy Spirit, destined to take the place of Christ with the believer. See it? So this is what he's doing. Okay? Now check this out. Now watch this. Which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send. He shall teach you all things. Now that word teach, okay, this is kind of like the name. Um is the same kind of thing um he's not going to just be audible okay so you got to understand where his instructions going to come from he will what teach you all things and bring those things to your remembrance whatsoever i have said to you so he's going to be teaching you the word and bringing the word back to your remembrance. So how is this comfort, advocate, helper, aid, one called alongside? It's going to be through the word of God. Because we think sometimes it's going to be like, you know, you know, uh, no, it's going to be the word of God. That is why the moment you exalt the word of God to be the only truth, and the final truth in your life, your life's going to change. Now look what he says in John 15:26. same thing. Now, now you're, gonna, you're looking at this. In John 15:26, he says, "Look, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, he is the spirit of truth." That's what he's called, the spirit of truth. Now watch this. Which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me, and you also shall bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Now look what it says. Same thing about that cover. Look at John 16, 7. Right? Now this is when Jesus drops the bomb And you can find these in all the Gospels. You know what I mean? But I'm just giving you a window to look through because I want you to see this. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's expedient for me that I go away. For you, I should say. Me and you. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter cannot come unto you. But if I depart... I will send him unto you. So Jesus is like, look, I gotta go so he can come. Well, how, how is he gonna help me? Well, he's a hack, he's a counselor. Now I want you to look at, at John 14, 26, Amplified Classic. Because in the Amplified Classic, it overexpounds. This is so good. So John 14, 26, we're going to look at the Amplified Classic because within the Amplified Classic edition, I like to tell you where I'm reading from because in case you want to go further study it, he he really breaks it down in the Amplified of what is taking place. But the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby. And that's the personality of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a Counselor, you know. All right, watch this. I had this guy one time early in the ministry, right? So we were at, all we had was five oh seven down there, and I had this guy. He called me up. He's bouncing off the wall. It was I think it was like a I don't remember Saturday. It was a weekend, and he's like, "Man, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you, and um, you know, I really got to talk to you about this stuff." And I'm like, "All right, all right." I was like, "No problem." I was like, "Hey," and all of a sudden, I got checked on the inside. And I said, hey, I got no problem talking to you, but um, he had a key to the church at that time. I said, you got a key to the church, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was helping, you know, real faithful guy. I said, can you do me a favor? I got no problem talking to you. I was somewhere. I said, I could talk to you later in the day. It's not a problem. I said, can you go down to the church and pray in the Holy Ghost? because the greatest counselor I know is the Holy Spirit. You go take some time and go down there and just pray in the Spirit for a little bit, walk up and down to, you know, the altar and just maybe sit in the altar, or whatever, sit in the church, you do it by yourself and don't make a difference, you sit there screaming tongues, I don't care what you do. And then I'm gonna call you, okay? I'll set it up this afternoon. Well, maybe about an hour went by. He picked up the phone, called me, and I, I said, hey, what's up, bro? He said, man, we don't even need to talk. I said, you sure? I said I was setting up to talk to you in a little bit. You know, I was doing some stuff. And he goes, no. Nah. He goes, I already got my answer. I said, you did? I said, well, when did you get your answer? He said, man, he said, I got my answer when I was praying in the spirit. He goes, man, my whole my whole demeanor has changed. My whole outlook changed towards this situation. I know I got it. I'm good. See you tomorrow. And I said, man, now I'm not saying that that I'm not saying that counseling is important. We got a counselor that comes here. I counsel people. But did you check with the counselor? Did you check in with the Holy Ghost yet? Now watch this. Watch this, watch this. I need help. Everybody needs help. But here's my question. Did you check in with the helper? The helper on the inside? No, I need I need I need I need help with I, I need help with me. No, 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 no. Did you check with the helper on the inside? Right? So you got the helper. How about this one? When I'm praying in tongues, I'm getting counsel. Right? When I'm in the word of God, I'm getting counsel. When I'm praying in tongues, I'm getting help. When I'm reading the word of God, I get help. When I pray in tongues, I'm getting intercession. When I read the word of God, he's interceding on my behalf. When I pray in tongues, the advocate's kicking in, care for me. When I read the word of God, the advocate's working on my behalf. When I pray in tongues, I'm strengthening myself, I'm edifying. When I read the word of God, I'm getting strong. When I pray in tongues, the standby is coming alongside, even greater. And what? Giving me assistance. When I read the word of God, the standby is standing right beside me. The Holy Ghost. Whom the Father will send in my name. Now watch this. In my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He is the person of the Godhead that the New Testament believer interacts with more than any part of the deity of Christ. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So if we are going to see God here in the earth, We're going to see him through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. Look what it says here. Same translation. John, we read John before, but look what it says in 6 and 7. John, I'm sorry, John 16, 7. Same translation, amplified. John 16, However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the comforter, the counsel, the help, the advocate, the intercession, the strengthener, standby, will not come to you into close fellowship with you, but if I go I'll send him to be in close fellowship with you. Man, oh man, oh man. So he's com- he's doing all those things. One of the other byproducts of his relationship is John 16, 13. Now look what it says in John 16, 13. And this will help you, man. This up look at this but when he the spirit of truth the truth giving spirit comes he will guide you in all truth the whole full truth he will not speak his own message on his own authority but he'll tell you whatever he hears from the father. He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you things that are to come that will happen in the future. He's gonna show you things that are gonna happen in the future. Yeah, he is. Are you gonna see and know? Some of it you will. So you gotta think about this. Why are we not leaning on praying in the spirit more and why are we not leaning on allowing him to lead us and guide us in the truth I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think I think because we don't really have a revelation of the benefits therefore we leave behind the actions in the earth Now look what it says look at this scripture we're going to go to passion Psalm 31 3 This is good. He's leading me to truth. So Psalms 31, 3, Passion, he says this, For you are my high fortress, where I'm kept safe. You are to me a stronghold of salvation. When you deliver me out of this peril, it will bring glory to your name. As you guide me forth, I'll be kept safe from the hidden snares of the enemy. The secret traps that lie before me, for you have become my rock of strength. You see that? He said, I'm guiding you so you don't fall into the trap. I'm guiding you so you don't get caught in a snare. He's trying to lead you to only the good stuff. Why are we not spending more time there? Man, that's big. He's trying to guide me. Now, you know, that's what he says. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they're the sons of God. Now, think about all the times you've been led... And you didn't even know it. Ain't that cool? You've been led, you've been led by the Holy Ghost, you don't even know it. Woo! I li- I like me some Holy Ghost. Man, I remember I remember um I remember being in Rhema, you know, and Brother Hagin started telling those stories. And um I got that one story, man. That one story I got. So Brother Hagin started telling the story this one time. And um, I'm a, I'll tell you this story because Brother Norville told me the same story. And we, I said, oh, that's that story he was talking about. And I told you about this, but uh, I told you this story. I got a bunch of them, but this one I tell a lot because I liked it. Because you got to be sensitive to God. So, you know, I said, Brother Norville, um, he told me the story. I said, oh, that's that story Brother Hagen told in Bible school. He said, yeah, I was there. I was with him. I said, okay. And then I got, you know, like somebody tells a story. You know, like they tell their story and you go, oh, that's a cool story. And then the other person that was with him tells the story and they got better details of the story because the other person, you know, maybe, maybe you know, the guy's in the pulpit. What's he supposed to say? So I was like, so Brother Hagin tells this story of going to lunch. And when he sat down at the table to eat lunch, the Holy Spirit quickened him, you got to go pray now. And I said, prayed for somebody. I said, Brother, Brother Norville, well, what happened? He said, "Well, he said we were in, we were eating, we were going to lunch. We were in meetings, and um, I think they were in Tulsa, and um, maybe it'd be te- now Tul- Tulsa or Texas. One of those. Places. It doesn't make a difference. But they were there, and all of a sudden, they went to go sit down on the table, and it was, it was like almost immediately when they sat down, the spirit, the spirit, of, the Holy Spirit got on Brother Hagen, and said, You got you got to pray now.'" And he told he told Brother Norville said Nor, Norville we gotta pray now, and he said okay. So they got up and they went to the parsonage and whatever it was. And he said we prayed all, in the car. We prayed all the way there. We prayed till we got to the house. As soon as we got to the house, we hit our knees. We prayed in the Holy Ghost. Just prayed in all. I said Brother Norville, did you know what you were praying about? He said no. Nah. I, I was just praying. So okay. He said, but Brother Hagin knew. Spirit of prayer came on him. It was. His thing, he's I just basically undergird him and helped him pray it out. He said, We we hit the note of victory. Victory bubbled up on our spirit. We just we kind of kind of chuckled a little bit like, ha, we got it. Ha ha. Brother Norville said, man, it was maybe five, ten minutes max, fifteen minutes. Phone rang. You know, he didn't have no cell phone back then. Brother Brother Hagan picked up the phone and it was in the uh either one of his Assembly God pastors or somebody's pastor, and knows the wife. The guy went into, like, cardiac arrest or some had some ma- massive thing. He's like, well, we got it. We prayed for him. I'm sitting there saying, we got it. What, I'm, I, I was lost, man, for the first, like, I said, like, what do you mean you, I'm, thinking, I'm sitting there listening, what do you mean you got it? You prayed for him. You know, I'm like, you know, how did you know? The well, Holy Ghost is the Spirit of seeing and knowing he was leading them. And, I never forgot that because I like something. He will lead you into all truth. And one time I asked God, I said, God, what's what's up with that? And he said, I felt for me personally, was I afraid to step out and trust it to be the truth? Like was was I inhibited? You say, that's God. I don't, I don't know. You know, you, know, you get what I'm saying? Like me, just, let me, like, if he can only lead me to truth and I step out and miss it, what am I worried about myself, my reputation, my ego, my, what do I care? You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I was like, I was like, if he can only lead me to truth, that's all he says to do. He will only lead me to truth. He's only going to say what the father says. He's just like Jesus. So then what are you worried about missing it? I'd rather go for it and miss it and not mess up something big than not go for it at all. You see the mentality of it? Like, he can only lead me to truth. That's it. So if it doesn't take you to the truth, he wasn't leading you. So you ever see people that are like, well, you know, I'm like, if that's outside of God's word, it can't be the truth. And if it ain't the truth, you don't want to be doing it. See it? Don't complicate life. Just live in the truth. Now, I know that might seem hard, but look at this. Amplified classic. We're going to go back. Remember we said this? John 16, 7. You just stay right there. What is this? We Right? We were just there. John 16, 7. What did he say? Amplify classic. However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. It's good because I'm sending the helper. That's what you got to remember. He wants to help you. Now, what does a helper do? He helps. What does that mean? He ain't the doer. So if he ain't the doer, that means he's the helper. So you gotta start doing and he can start helping. You gotta you gotta start seeing that. You gotta lock that in. Like You got to start taking the steps and then help. You know, we're just, we just moved for, oh my God, right? We just, we're almost done with this remodel. Praise Jesus, right? But the other day I was like, we went to go pick something up, right? And I'm like, we had, you know, like you got shuffling your feet because you like, you got this thing, you're carrying it and you're shuffling your feet. And I was laughing. I was like, you can't just pick it up. You got to move. And you got to have help. Some things are just too big for you to pick up on your own. You can't do it without hell. You know, I think of like, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, you ever see like those pyramids? They didn't have no cranes. They had manpower, right? So you could imagine moving those big old rocks, right? Dragging them. Can you imagine how many men it took to drag tonnage of rocks they needed help. A couple, couple hundred thousand of them probably to pull something. I don't know. Are you get? Are you getting, the like, bad analogy, but you get what I'm saying? Like, how did they do that? I always think, like, how'd they do that? Would help. How do you do anything with help? You got to have help. You, you say, life's too big. You got to help her. Project's too big. You got to help her. Things are too big. You got to help her. Are you leaning on the helper? Or are you trying to do everything yourself? I just ran into that the other day. I got so much to do. Let somebody help you. I got to do it. Oh, you got to do everything? I got to do that. Well, let me do, I got to do that. Well, then look. If you ain't going to give nothing to the helper to help you with, you're in trouble because if you're going to be the doer of it all, you ain't going to be able to make it, baby. You got to get the helper involved. Ask for help in your time of need. He shall help you. Come on, somebody. Amen. And why? I love this one. He is here, the Holy Spirit, because And Jesus sent the Holy Spirit because he loves you. Man, you better write that down. The reason why he sent the Holy Spirit to me and you is because he loves us. The reason why he went to the cross was because he loves us. The reason why he died and went to heaven was because he loves us. And guess what? The Holy Spirit is a byproduct of that love. Look what Psalms, Passion Translation 39, 12 says, and I love this thing. This thing's just got some oomph to it. You'll never forget this scripture. I love this scripture. This scripture right here is going to change your life forever. Listen to what it says. Psalm thirty-nine, twelve. Passion. So good. He's here because he loves you. The Lord will, Lord, listen to all my tender cries. Read my every tear, liquid words that plead for your help. He said, read my every tear like liquid words that plead for your help. I feel all alone at times like a stranger to you, passing through this life just like all those before me. Look at that man, right? He's like this. He said, why did you do this? Because he loves you. Why is he doing this? Because he cares about you. Why? Why? Why is he looking at your tears? Like liquid words. Because he cares about you and he's here to help you. I don't know about you, man, but let me tell you something. Because we've been talking about the Holy Ghost and you remember things, First Corinthians 2, things you never discovered, things you never seen, all that's in there, man. All that's all. It all comes together. I want you to understand. I want you to see this. I want you to get a revelation of it. I want you to walk in this. I want you to understand. I want you to see. And I'm going to tell you what, man. One of the things I was talking about with this um, in the first, first week, we were talking about prayer. You know, we were talking about the prayer of faith. You know what I mean? Mark 11:23 and 24. You heard me say it a hundred thousand times. "Whosoever shall say in a mountain be thou removed." That's faith, man. Faith talks. Faith has an action. Faith has steps it takes. But one of the things I want you to know, if you're not going to take this step of faith towards the Holy Spirit and trusting him and walking with him and getting to become familiar with him, oh my God, you know, because I can be doing it is. I'm following the scriptural path. I'm following, being a sayer of the word. I'm following, believing, I receive when I pray. I'm following all this, but have I become a follower, a, a Holy Ghost father? I got to be a follower of the Holy Ghost. And I like that, because I was thinking about that relationship. that if I don't reach for the Holy Spirit, the helper, the advocate, he cannot deposit what I don't really seek. So I don't want to be void of understanding certain things because of my lack of pursuit of his presence. So two ways you get his... um, Probably a hundred ways, but, you know, you could worship him and all that stuff. But, you know, when I mean worshiping God and you could get a vehicle of worship. But I like praying in the Holy Ghost and reading the word. So when life starts kind of being like, he's going to come through that word. He's going to come through that tongues. You're not going to see the tongues. It's a big one. You're going to see the Word. The tongues are going to create the atmosphere for you to spiritually receive, just like the Word, but the Word's going to be easier to find than hearing from an open heaven. So stay close to the Word and stay close to the Spirit by praying in tongues. And then as you get these worlds to collide you're going to be better led in the next season of life. And here's the best news. And this is the thing that God kind of got on me about way back, was if the only place he could take you is into the truth, why are you not pursuing it? One reason why people, and this was never my thing, it really wasn't, because I, I, some people want to do what they want to do. They don't want to know the truth about their life. The reason why people steer clear of the Holy Spirit sometimes, is they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know the truth about their relationships. They don't want to know their truth about their lifestyle. They don't want to know the truth about what's going on in their life. They don't want to let nothing. That that's, to me, that's not my ding. For some of you, that is. That's your thing. I don't want to ask. You want to why? Because you don't want to know. Because you already know in your own heart, you need to knock some stuff off. That's your own business. So now here's me. I was like a little bit like, why ain't I going for it? And I felt for me, transparent moment was what am I worried about missing it? If he can only bring me to truth, go for it. Like, hey, what are we supposed to do here? Lean in hard and get his understanding. He's changing your world. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for everybody watching right now. I thank you, Lord, you're leading them, you're guiding them, you're helping them. You're depositing in them this hunger to know you, this spiritual desire, this spiritual want to. So I thank you right now, Father, for the Spirit of God resting upon them, allowing supernatural access to come to them. In Jesus' mighty name, let them carry this thing to the next level of what you have for them. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost is going to deposit and infuse truth, lead them, guide them, help them, advocate, do it all in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen and amen. Well, listen, guys, I just want to say, praise God. Thank you guys so much. We got, we're getting ready now. You got to get ready now. I know this sounds wild, man. We're getting ready to get into it. We just had an awesome Easter. We got brand new Group's getting ready. We're kicking off life. We're doing life together. Got a lot of cool stuff taking place. We kind of got, we're social socially going after, well, social media, we've always been going after it, man. That team's doing great. You need to get on board. Oh, my God. It's been blessing me to see so many people Helping in the church. But we need help in every single department to grow this thing to the next level. So I'm excited about you getting involved. We're going to make a race. Before you know it, conference is going to be here. I know it sounds crazy, man, but we're almost out of April. Can you believe this? Man, we're going to be in July. We got people coming from all over the world to come to conference. I am pumped. I'm excited now. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be the best conference ever. Make plans to attend. Be at IMA. Be in the meetings we got from then till now, and let's see God move in your life. Listen, I love you, and I'm going to see you Sunday. God bless you, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.